I'm your host, Kara Stein Conaway, and this is the Business Mamas Podcast. The Business Mamas Podcast is made for women who know they should be doing more self care and practicing more self love, but are overrun with balancing it all. This podcast provides the tools and support you need so you can have a successful career while also being a present and loving mom. I'm Kara Stein Conaway. Thanks so much for joining me today. We've been talking about beliefs, relationships, and making heart-guided decisions. By using this framework, I've been able to unlock the incredible peace that comes with being present in my work, with my kids, and in other aspects of my life as well. Up to this point, I've been focusing on beliefs and relationships. By having empowering beliefs and empowering relationships, that naturally leads to being empowered to make heart-guided decisions. When you have empowering beliefs and empowering relationships with yourself and others, you are setting yourself up to value yourself to know your truth, and then to honor yourself and your truth by making heart-guided decisions. The heart-guided decision that I want to talk with you more about today is the decision to practice self-kindness by allowing your feelings. This is something that I have definitely not always practiced. I think that people can probably fall into a couple different categories here when it comes to their feelings and their emotions. I think that some people can tend to get stuck in negative emotions and feelings such that they feel like they have trouble getting out of those feelings. And I think a lot of other people and I fall into this other people category, can be on the path of being so goal-oriented and so driven that we can tend to bypass our feelings and not even really allow them space. So since I fall into the category of people that tend to bypass their feelings and not give them space, that's what I'll speak to since I have that personal experience. I think that for as long as I can remember, I've always been driven and goal-oriented. And so when I set my sights on something that I wanted to do, wanted to accomplish, wanted to be, I figured out how I was going to get there. And then I just went and really didn't take a lot of breaks along the way and just kept focusing on my goal. I think in a lot of ways, that's a superpower to be that focused. And I feel really grateful that I have those tendencies to be able to focus and tune everything else out so that I can keep moving forward towards a goal that I have in front of me. I know a lot of you that are listening are also that type of person. 
you know, we've gotten to a certain point in our careers and in our lives because we do have that amazing ability to focus. But what I have come to notice about myself is that that ability to focus and tune everything out can sometimes also involve me bypassing my own feelings, me not giving my feelings the space that they really need and deserve to be acknowledged. And so I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about here and how starting to give my feelings more space has been a really powerful practice for me. So I remember that it was actually shortly after the passing of my grandfather in 2019 that I was just feeling a lot. And this makes sense because my grandfather was an incredibly important person in my world. He meant everything to me. He was a regular person in my life that I had very constant contact with. And so in processing my grief after he was no longer with us, I wanted to give myself space to feel. I think in part, it was because he was so special to me and I was accustomed to appreciating him and taking in his wisdom as part of my regular life experience. And so when that changed and when I knew that his presence on this earth was no longer going to be something I could count on and um, come to, I wanted to still give myself time to be with his memory, to be with what I had learned from him and to honor him in my, in my time, in my world. And so I conscientiously gave myself time to think about him and to think about what I had learned from him. And the way that I went about doing that was that I signed up for grief counseling through hospice and I set aside an hour every week for 10 weeks where I left the rest of my life, I left my work, I left my other responsibilities, and I went to spend an hour with a grief therapist processing this loss. And it was such a gift for me because in that time, that hour a week that I spent for 10 weeks, I was there with my feelings And I got to create space where I wasn't rushed and where I just got to enjoy his memory and be with those feelings of of the loss, of the joy, of the gratitude of having been able to live so many years of my life with him as a guiding presence in my life and in my world. And you know what? It felt good. It felt 
it felt hard to be with those feelings, but it also felt good. And what I realized was that by giving myself the gift of sitting with those feelings, it led to a lightness and a joy. And that I naturally, when I felt into those hard feelings and those sad feelings, my body naturally released and moved into the joy and into the gratitude. And so the more I said to myself and to my being, it's okay that you're feeling sad. It's okay that you miss him. It's okay that you wish he was still here. The more I gave myself that love and that compassion, the more naturally the sadness lifted and it shifted into a light feeling, a joyful feeling, an inspired feeling where I felt like, oh my gosh, this is my opportunity to grow into the person that is more like my amazing grandfather that I'm spending this time appreciating. And so I, since this time in 2019, where I really, for the first time in my life, really set aside a big chunk of time to just be with my feelings, I've been practicing it more and more. And even though I don't have the, you know, the hour a week of grief processing that I was doing back in 2019, I still have an awareness about how I can make space for my feelings in a way that I never realized was possible before. And so I'll give you an example of how that manifested in my in my work life. And I hope that this might be relatable for you as well. So in my work as a criminal defense attorney, I oftentimes would get these feelings of worry and concern for my clients, for the people who had entrusted me with very important advocacy and decision-making in their criminal cases that they were facing. And so it was not uncommon for me in the past to feel worry and feel concern. And what I started doing was when those feelings of worry and concern would come up for me, and I remember practicing this with one particular client that I was worried about, and I paused and I breathed and I told myself, it's okay. It's okay to feel worry. It's okay to feel concern. Breathe into that. And I gave myself a few seconds just to breathe and just to tell myself, this is okay. It's okay that you're feeling this way. And what happened was magical. It was this magical transition in my body 
of feeling a tightness that comes in my chest when I'm worried, in my chest, in my throat. And it lessened and lessened. And then the feeling in my body, that tightness was gone. And it then transitioned, the feeling transitioned to a feeling of gratitude and of joy. And I felt grateful that this particular client that I was worried about trusted me because I knew that I was doing everything that I can to take care of the situation and my best was going to be good enough. And that feeling of gratitude and appreciation for myself came up for me. And it was actually quite fast. I mean, this happened in probably less than a minute altogether. And then I went through my day after that point feeling light and grateful and empowered. And so instead of carrying this anxious feeling and sort of just trying to ignore it or bury it, by giving myself that time and space to feel those feelings, I awakened something beautiful. So I guess another example, because that was a work example, would be now in trying to help my, my children learn. And when they're working on a school assignment that feels, feels difficult or feels frustrating, and they're having emotions come up for them, I've also been practicing this and asking my child to feel that feeling what, what is that feeling that's coming up for you? And it could be mad or it could be frustrated. And, and then saying to him, okay, it's okay to feel that way. Can you tell your body, body, it's okay to feel frustrated right now. Say it again, body, it's okay to feel frustrated right now. Let's make a safe space in your body for you to feel those feelings. And then just sitting with that for a little while. And breathing. And then being able to move through it. And I'm only just experimenting with this for myself and also with my children. But I have seen both for myself and also in working with this with my children, that it's opening up to greater peace and greater self-compassion. And so I think that practicing self-kindness by allowing your feelings is something that I would encourage you to try if you haven't tried it before, especially if you're like me and you may tend to be so focused on a goal that you can just ignore how you're feeling and try to push on through. I think by trying this practice out, you could open up a new level of peace. If you think, gosh, do I carry around 
feelings of worry, feelings of concern about what's going to happen in this type of situation. How is this going to turn out? If that's something that you do experience, I would just encourage you to practice this and experiment with it and see if by allowing yourself the space to feel, by reminding yourself and telling your body, it's okay to feel worry. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel whatever feeling that's coming up for you. That by giving yourself that permission and that time to feel those feelings, I'm just really excited to find out from you what happens in your body. Do you feel that lightness and that peace and that natural transition into a more present and peaceful state that I have found by implementing this practice? I hope that you'll try it. I hope that you'll let me know what you think about trying this practice out. And I hope you have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you shared it with someone you think could benefit from hearing it. I would also be incredibly grateful if you could leave an honest rating and review of this podcast as that helps more people find the show and it helps me in sharing this message of practicing self-love and self-care with more people whose lives I know could be enriched by hearing it. Until next time, and with gratitude, Kara Stein Conaway.